my little yule logs and plum fairy sugar plum. Sugar plum. I was going to go with sugar plum fairy. Yeah, see, I need to do it. Yeah. This is Jamie Z. This is Trash South Street. I'm Lou. I'm Jamie Z. As she's already said, what's going on? It's um, Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, the anti-penultimate day before Christmas. Mm-hmm. The direct opposite of Summer's Eve. Yeah. <laughs> so it's... it's uh, I'm not smart enough to say it would like try to say the word that douche would spell backwards. Uh, e. E. Oh, Lord of Pa. So, Lou, Jamie, South Street Music, it is... Christmas Eve Eve. Yeah, Christmas Eve Eve, which means this will go up... Hopefully you'll get it out... July. I think you'll get it out yeah. before the end of the year. Hmm. Are you off next week? Uh, on and off. Okay. So, yeah, this should actually be a pretty quick one. Yeah. Especially because we're not doing any new music. No reviews. First time ever. Woo! But as always... And there's plenty of stuff that we were going to do, but yeah. we're like, you know what? Let's let's change it up a bit. Let's, let's give it to the people. Curveball. Let's We're too lazy. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, like... Let's I don't know. I like, I like doing top ten lists, so... Yeah, so... Oh, that's what we're doing, top ten, right? Top ten, yeah. Oh, that'd be horrible. No! You're like, no, I did... Top 33. Oh, I thought 33 it. was a weird number. Yeah. Same age as Jesus. <laughs> Woo! We always say that. Because it's true. It's weird. So, how about that Morrissey concert yeah. we went to? Yeah, Lou and I were... I went to a bunch of concerts. Yeah. Um, one of them of which was supposed to be Morrissey. I've never seen Morrissey. And you probably never I will. I probably never will. I'm still mad that I saw the Beach Boys instead of Morrissey. <laughs> so, Morrissey... Um, the Moz. Not surprising, very. Not surprising. I was talking to Alan about it, like, yeah, last weekend. He's like, at this point, you're kind of a, it's a sucker's bet, and you have no one but yourself to blame. Yeah. I so, got my money back. So this is Morrissey. This was, like, on a Monday. I was about to head over to Jamie's. It was, like, 6.15. I was heading yeah. out of my apartment at 6.30. While killing time, I happened to look at my Facebook and saw the announcement on the Fillmore. Yeah, um, yeah. It's page. luckily you did because it would have sucked to get all the way down. I would say I know a fair amount of people who went, went down, Ooh. paid for parking, and discovered that. See, that's shitty that they like they should say like, "Hey, you here for Morrissey?" Like that's just shitty to take mm-hmm. the money and then have. Oh, uh, they don't give a shit. Though. I know. I just think it's shitty. So, Morrissey, he I saw a set list. He does a couple of covers. Actually, <laughs> he does a Pretenders cover. Oh, really? I think he does. Um, back on the chain gang. Oh, that would have been cool. Doo-doo-doo. Do you think it's either? An artist so dedicated to the art of performing that he risks his extremely poor health and fails, or just an asshole. I think a bit of both. Yeah. I think asshole. As I said, I think a bit of both. So that, I think he was probably like, mm, I don't really, you know, like I farted twice today. I don't mm-hmm. think I should play this show. Well, I think he canceled his show on the West Coast like two weeks before because it was too cold. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we did not see Morrissey. I'll say the, the thing that... Sucks a little bit more was... So there was Morsi on a Monday. John Waters was like that Friday or Saturday. And I chose not to see John Waters because I was seeing Morsi that yeah. week. Yeah. You could have saw Angel Olsen too because that was like the yeah. 12th and the 13th. Yeah, Angel Olsen. Um, I saw... I saw three uh, this month. I saw yeah. uh, Chromags and Judge and Breakaway. Mm-hmm. And then I saw Converge. And then I just saw... Ceremony and nothing. Mm. So it was going to be kind of a packed week yeah. for me. But whatever. Well, he decided to do you a favor. Yeah, he was like... Let me find Jamie. I hate everything. 
He probably ate a pork chop. A vegan Fuck pork chop. you, Morrissey. Um, <laughs> I would still like to see him, but mm-hmm. I don't know if I ever will. I saw something kind of like Morrissey. I heard that The Cure announced uh, that they're touring. Yes, yes, I'm very excited. So I will go to The Cure. Yeah, I know you said they uh, put on a pretty So good I show. saw The Cure a couple years ago. It was the most amazing show I ever You were saw. in Chicago, right? No, that was um, Boston. Oh, they uh, didn't play Chicago that okay. year. And they're touring with like a few other people. Oh, like who? <laughs> I don't remember. Like, I want to say Arcade Fire and shit. Like, eh, that'd be interesting. I always wanted but, to see Arcade Fire. But I as you, I, you and Matthew would make fun of Arcade Fire. But I'm actually, I, like I have some Arcade Fire on my iPod, and mm. I'm like, I'll listen to it. I was like, this isn't that bad. It's all right. I like the Suburbs Matthew, album best. That's, I think I have that yeah. one. I think you gave it to me. That's Probably. So how is it Eagleville, by the way? Why do you just constantly lie about <laughs> Narstown? Because mailing-wise, it's Narstown. Well, it's yeah. weird. Narstown is like a million different... Yeah. Well, I'm Phoenixville, obviously. I'm like, Phoenixville. I used to live in Autobahn, and that was a Narstown. It's all... 19403 is... Yeah. Narstown. So it's... I, I snickered to myself when I asked for your address. I'm like... <laughs> Why is he always just... <laughs> it's Eagle. He won't say Narstown. Like, you're I born in Narstown. You're like, no, I was born in Contra I was born in Jeffersonville. Actually. Yeah, it's Narstown. Whatever. It's not. <laughs> and it's not really even Eagleville, truth be told. It's like... More Audubon. Usually I say... It's like Audubon, Audubon Trooper. Trooper. Yeah. I mean, I usually Uh-oh, say... Oh, now they know where you live. <laughs> oh, fuck. I live basically... On the ver- I think we talked about that before. Yeah. I live near where all, like, the gay guys fuck each other. <laughs> in the parking lot. Um... That is, I, I heard that that still does go on a lot. Yeah. But. Wow, we've really, uh, I don't know where we are at this podcast now. Well, we were doing a best of 2017. Best of 2017. 2017 is almost over. Yeah, it's crazy. So, as always, we are legally obligated for the third year in a row to get a best of list. Mm-hmm. Incidentally, the, the first best of list was probably our third podcast. Yeah, I know. So what do you think about this year? Like, did you have trouble making a list, or... Not really. It was weird because last year... I thought last year was a lot easier. There were a lot of big names who put a lot of good albums. Mm-hmm. Um, this year's a little tougher. I also tried to, um, when I was reviewing stuff this year, tried to stay away from bigger names. So there's actually a lot of bands I didn't do. Like, I didn't... Nine Inch Nails put an album I never even listened to. Yeah, Like, Gorillaz came out. There's a lot of stuff that came out that I liked, but I just never really listened to that much. So, like, my criteria almost compiling my list was how often I listened to it. Yeah, basically, so, for me, it was, yeah, the first it was if I could think of albums off the top of my head that yeah. I listened to. like, my first two, I, that I like, knew were my first two. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I pretty much... I called my number one album when we reviewed it like months ago. Yeah, I, I think I pretty much figure yeah. what yours is, and I think you, I think your one and two and my one and two might be just flip flopped, but I'm not mm. sure. Mm. I don't know. I don't look at yours. See. So, do we want to talk about our noble fans first? Yeah, yeah. We put out um, a little uh, thing on Facebook. Topic, yeah. yeah, topic on Facebook. Let's go. You want to read? You, yeah. April, one more light by Lincoln Park. She said, <laughs> "The heart wants what it wants." I didn't even know um, they had a new one out. I didn't eat, like, uh, the Lincoln Park thing, it's like, it does not land on me at all. I don't yeah. get it. But people, like, love this band. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the less said the better. Don't speak ill of the dead. Yeah. Tom Mitchell, uh, Love Problems by the Double Clicks. Mm-hmm. Double Clicks are a, they're like a I never geek folk duo out of Portland, Oregon. Okay. Do you ever, um, have you heard anything by Garfunkel and Oates? Yes. They're like, if Garfunkel and Oates did... Were slightly more serious. Okay. So that's it. They're yeah. decent. I mean, they actually had an album come out. Well, obviously, they come out this year. And uh, Mike 
Guar, Blood of the Gods. Okay. Guar's Guar. I'm sure it's good. Well, the Trash South Street Facebook page, mm-hmm. your brother Matthew, our guest host yeah. at times, Plum by Wand, mm-hmm. Sleeping Through the War by All of Them Witches, yeah. Door Girl by Schlippa Ray, if I said that right, mm-hmm. uh, both the OC albums, and Full Disclosure, Disclosure and No Details by Gabriel Gabriella Cohen. Grim Noir said, bought pr- plenty of albums this year, but I kept circling back to listening to the Rad Wimps, mm. quote, your name, unquote, soundtrack album. I'm not yeah. sure. Never heard of it. Um, let me see what Joey Odoricio said. Always, antisocialites. That's come up a lot on uh, um, a lot of people's lists. I like the, was it Plim Something Punks? They were playing on XMU, and I really like that song. Yeah. But um, it's been talked about enough where I, and I've seen them around. I remember listening more of their album, it was either a year or two ago, and it was just like a little too poppy. I just wasn't into it. But what I've heard off this new album, I, I do like, and I think I will check out. All right. Uh, Dave House, Bury Me in Philly. Um, I love Dave House. Mm-hmm. I'm just not into his like solo stuff as much. Yeah. Nothing against it. I didn't listen to it. I, ha- I have a couple of his other mm-hmm. solo albums. Uh, Sylvain Esso, uh, What Now, which is a very good song I hear on XMU mm-hmm. all the time. St. Vincent, Mass Education. Am I mass Destruction. Mass Destruction. <laughs> mass Destruction. Oh, I see. It's a play on words. It looks like Mass Education if you, you, you read know it real quick. I'll say this. I probably said that the first five times. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, St. Vincent, Mass Destruction. And for his fifth, uh, Spoon, hot, so- hot Thoughts. And that's another band. I always liked, I have nothing by Spoon, but every time I hear a single, I yeah, thoroughly I like enjoy it. Yeah. So that uh, those are Joey's. Now mm-hmm. I will go to my uh, Steve Bush, Death of Lovers, which is fantastic. Bicept, Walker and the Royce, Cindy High, Wolf Alice, and Fever Ray. Did you ever listen to Fever Ray? No, I don't think so. Maybe I have, and I just kind of Yorkish. She's done a bunch of stuff. It's it. She's interesting, but I, I did just recently hear she had a new album out. I did not. Know. And I feel like I listen to Wolf Alice as well. Dave Mather, Godflesh, Slow Dive, Converge, and Mogwai. I heard a lot of people talking about um, Slow Dive. Yeah. Saying they're very good. Sean Fitzmaier, Overkill, The Grinding Wheel. Bill Scudda, Chuck Berry, Chuck. Mark Zimmerman. This number one is Spirits, Unrest. Number two, Iron Reagan, Crossover Ministry. Number three, Division of Laura Lee, Howard Hollow Pricks. He did a top ten and because yeah. he's my husband. I'll the give him cheater ten. <laughs> is what he is. I saw that. No. Ah. Four... Burn, do die, do or die. Breakaway, cross my heart, restraining order, something for the youth, out of body, a voiceless. Fireburn, don't stop the youth. Red death, formidable darkness and quicksand interiors. Boop, Um, Nick Crowley, Converge, the dusk in us. Power trip, nightmare logic, Iron Reagan, crossover mil- uh, ministry, and uh, Amenra. Amenra, Ma- I guess I don't. Mass four, six, six. Yeah. I've heard him talk about it, but I just yeah. I never said it out loud. Uh, Paul Jackson, he likes the new Iron Sheik and the new Propaganda album. Mm. He also liked the hip-hop albums from Chris Rivers, Brother Ali, and the Heavy Metal Kings. Mm. Alex Crowley, Converge, The Dusk in Us, Always, Antisocialites, Mogwai, Every Country Son, and the Amenra Mass 6. Mm. And that's, I think, all we got. Yeah. Um, I know when I was talking to Glenn Heiser, he was really big. Um, I don't know, I don't want to speak for him, but he, he really liked the War on Drugs new album. Yeah. 
I thought that, that like people were talking when it came out mm-hmm. that that people were pretty hot on that album. Um, I've but. heard a couple songs and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I, I saw them live like years ago. Yeah. They're they're decent. I just got to be in the mood for them. Yeah. So uh, that was thank you for everyone that wrote in. It's been a while that we've done a topic, yeah. so thanks. And I know uh, putting a topic <coughs> five days before Christmas up uh, is a, a little challenging to get to. Yeah, I want to try to start pushing topics again next year. Chris Bradley had a list on his. Um, page itself mm-hmm. but i uh i don't feel like going to it uh, <laughs> i could uh, yeah maybe if we're like looking at 22 no, i don't think so yeah like, oh, right. hold up boop, 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 boop. so um our albums of the year yeah what you got number well, 10 so i have a few honorable mentions i just want to mention do you want to do quick. honorable mentions first yeah because i had a few that i all right i could have done a list of 15 to be honest because there's a yeah. lot of things that i liked and i had higher than i just kept mm-hmm. in like how often i listened yeah. to it all right, first honorable mention for me. I'll just do them all, and then you can do all of them all. Sure. Round robin it out. Whatever. No plan by David Bogey, as your son would say. Just for the the act of coming out with an album, not one, but two years after his death. Actually, the second album he came out with this year. Yeah, he's like Tupac. Yeah, Tupac. <laughs> Fuck, Mary Kill by uh, Daddy Issues. Okay. Reason it's not on my list at all, it was because it came out in 2015. <laughs> the third would be uh, Parasite. By the Coat Hangers. Okay. A little too short. It's EP. There wasn't enough new stuff. I just... Yeah. It fell just short. And I'm sure there are those too, but I don't remember. I have like a list of five EPs I like, because there's, mm-hmm. there's a lot of EPs that I really want to put on my list, but I was like, nah, I want to put straight up albums. Yeah. So. Uh, my honorable mentions were Iron Reagan, mm-hmm. Power Trip, Municipal Waste, Nothingtons, Dopamines, Cloud Nothings, and this didn't make my list, Queens of the Stone Age. Oh, oh. <laughs> that would have been uh, like Controversial. A... <laughs> I, a great I said, album. I didn't really listen said, to it. Well, Queens of the Stone Age have made it if, you, if uh, Josh Hamid didn't kick that <laughs> That photographer? Yeah. No, it's, I thought the album was fantastic. I just mm-hmm. rarely listened to it. Yeah. But Fair enough. Um, here's a question for you, sort of related. Was all the Power Bottom shit this year? Um, yeah, I believe. Yeah, wow. Yeah, that was like mm-hmm. early. A power bottom could have made the list. <laughs> could have. I don't know. I yeah. only listened to that one song and I thought it was good. Yeah. Not that, you know. He's a bad person. Yeah. So what's your number 10? Number 10. Oversleepers International by Emperor X. Okay, I remember that. So Emperor X, it was, it was uh, sort of a folky one-man band, kind of like They Might Be Giants on Speed. I liked it because it was clean. It was sort of narrative. Um, and it moved. It had like it was quick. Yeah, um, I remember. Those I'll say this: I had forgotten about it till I was going through. I was like, "Oh, I really like that." Yeah. Album. Well, that's what I was kind of going through. Like my, I, you know, first compiling this list, I just went through the whole year and what I like. I was like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I forgot about this. I forgot about yeah. that." And did I still listen to it? Yes. Um, my number ten is a fairly new record, and right. it snuck in at number ten. Mm-hmm. I probably would have had Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Or Iron Reagan. I was like really in between a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Death of Lovers, the, acrobra- the Acrobat. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death of Lovers is, I talked about them last podcast and yeah. totally um, messed up saying there was a female vocalist. It's not. Mm-hmm. She, I, I think she might play keyboards or something like that, but yeah. it's not a female vocalist. Mm-hmm. But it's three quarters of the band Nothing. It sounds like it straight came out of the 80s, not hit you over the head like homage. It just... Did you listen to any of it? A little bit, yeah. I liked it. It reminded me a lot of, like, I know you're not a big Depeche Mode fan, but it just, I just liked it. It had a really nice flow. It. I just thought it was a very that, good album. Honestly, that early 80s new wave has grown 
much more on me in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah. So um, it snuck. I've been finding myself listening to it a lot, mm-hmm. and so I had it sneak in at number ten. Ooh. Death of Lovers. Mm. Number nine for me. Mm-hmm. Mass education, as some people mm. might say. Mass destruction by Saint Vincent. It had a real manic energy. A lot of the songs. I got some good workouts out of it. Ultimately, I loved it for two weeks, then didn't like it. I loved it enough to put it on the list, not enough to put it any higher. Yeah. So I just kind of forgot about it. I re-listened to it today. I was like, oh, this was really good. I forgot. So St. Vincent, Mass Destruction. Uh, number nine for me. Another one that just came out, and I'm sure because I just saw them live, it helped cement their place. This is why a couple of these other bands got pushed out. Yeah. But Converge, The Dusk mm-hmm. in Us. Fantastic album. I... And even awesomer to see him live. Um, as I said, it has a bit of everything um, and every type of... Uh, I'm trying to think of the word. That, every type of... Je ne sais quoi. Yes, of, of uh, Converge. You have like the slow song. You mm-hmm. have the metal course. It, it just flows so well together, and yeah. I think it's just done very, very well. Um, so, And another one I just would put on. Just, oh, I'll put on Converge. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. I think this is sneaking in. So Converge, Dusk, mm. and Us. Number seven for me. Number eight. Eight for me. Ten, nine, eight. You're right. Eight. His Spun by Chelsea Wolf. Ah, oh, well, my eight as well. <laughs> oh, nice. So a number of reasons for this one. Um, if for no other reason that I, like, I still go around in my house probably every other day going, Ha! I'm Chelsea and the Wolves! <laughs> um, very... It's a very, like, haunting... I end up... When it came out, like, I listened to it a couple times and something kind of clicks and you can't stop listening yeah. to it. And then, like, I haven't listened to it in a little while. Mm-hmm. And then seeing her live, it totally cemented it. And Yeah, that's a large part of it for me. I mean, I said it when we reviewed it, and I'll say it again. It is one of the most, especially like Twin Fawn, one of the most legitimately horrifying albums <laughs> yeah. in a very real sense. Yeah, so that was it. Uh, his fun. Chelsea yeah. Wolf. I don't really have too much to say else about yeah. it, but I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it mm-hmm. definitely needed to be on the list because mm-hmm. I was obsessed with a few songs for a good yeah. couple weeks. So what you got for number seven? Seven? I do not think we'll be uh, matching up. Well, well, I know we won't match at this one because you did not put it on your album. Villains by Queens of the Stone Age. Okay. Um, As I said, I, I thoroughly like the album. The songs I like, like I listen yeah. to, but I, I kind of had it on the back burner. But you mm-hmm. probably because I got it so damn late. Yeah, I mean, I really like this album. I actually listen to it a lot in the Netherlands. But again, like um, for, like other things came along, and I it's ultimately like them at better. Once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a, that was that weird week when like everything came mm-hmm. out. So villains number seven, trapped under ice, heat wave. Oh, I, that was good. Yeah, I really like that album. It was just so uh-huh. different, and it was really quick. It was like sixteen minutes. I felt bad even putting it on. Like it's almost like an yeah. EP. But I I thought it was fun album and. I, I never was a fan of that band until I heard that record, and yeah. I was like, it's fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. I really liked it. So that's, um, and I was wanted to see him live. Like, I, uh, I rocked that album for a good, uh, good almost a month. Mm-hmm. So, Trapped Under Ice, Heat Wave. So this would be number f- uh, five? I like Wait, how no. you're making uh, changes. Well, no, because eight, seven, six. Uh, number six, it would be. Oh, you're numbering. Yeah, there we go. So number six, Rock Product by Mommy Long Legs. Uh, oh, okay. th- this was That's an good. EP, the only EP I put on. Uh, really liked it. Uh, I'm a big sucker for pop punk. Mm-hmm. That cover 
they cover People Ain't No Good. Yeah, that was a good cover. Really good. Yeah. Um, and it's something... It's funny, like, if I, I listen to one Mommy Long Lake song, I pretty much listen to everything they've put out. <laughs> That's, um, yeah. It's also, there's not a lot there time-wise. Yeah, they're fun. So, I so, at one point, I had had them tied with Parasite. Okay. Like, in my first draft. But I was like, eh, Parasite's okay. But, yeah, essentially, Parasite is, I want to say, like, three songs and two, like, remixes. Yeah. And Mommy Long yeah. It would get on there just for the cover alone. What was on the cover? People Ain't No Good for the oh, cover. Oh, I thought yeah. you meant the cover of the album. Like, no. Are there wing I think it's out? like some dolls and shit. No, they're, they're hoo-hahs. Oh, I don't know. It's like just, I don't know. Wing wings. Wing wings. <laughs> Mimos. Number six, I actually had to go back and see when it, for mine, when it was released. And it was yeah. January 30th. Uh, Open City, self-titled. Um, I never, I don't think I ever reviewed it. Uh, me and Matthew talked about it a bunch. Mm-hmm. It's, um... Mm-hmm. One of the guys from Paint It Black and um, Kid Dynamite mm-hmm. and uh, I think it might be two of the guys. Mm-hmm. If a uh, female vocalist and uh, fantastic record. Yeah. They just played uh, up in Brooklyn with Downtrotter a couple weeks ago, which I would have loved it. If it was in Philly, I would have loved to see mm-hmm. him. Just a fantastic album. I like uh, I'm a sucker for a yeah. female vocalist too and I, I just thought it was mm-hmm. it's not very poppy. It's just I can't even I don't even want to explain. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. It's good stuff. It, it's like female-driven, kind of hardcore, but not like over-the-top screamo. Mm-hmm. Um, it's good. Yeah, I really like Opus City, and mm-hmm. they're from Philly. Yeah. For number five, putting out the albums, the album the Beatles would have recorded had they been around for glam. Ty Seagal yeah. with Ty Seagal, uh, another one I really liked. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Ty Seagal. He's got coming to Philly soon, too. I think. Yeah, I think so, like, yeah. Like, um, either January or February or yeah. something like that. And that's about all I can say. That was a good album. Really I good. really enjoyed yeah, it. I, I forgot it. about it, to be honest. It's one I forgot when I was until I was looking through my show notes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, ooh. Number five for me, LCD Sound System, American Dream. Was, why are you looking at me? Like because I, I was so close to putting that on. I was going to have such an awesome album. Yeah, like, I went back and I'm like... It wasn't an album, it wasn't like a go-to album, but one I was listening to it, like, it's perfect. It's an yeah. amazing album, the lyrics are great. I listened to it a lot when it first came out, and then it kind of got piled upon, and then I went back to it, I'm like, it's still mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. And even when the first singles came out, I was just like, eh, and then it just fit so perfectly in with the album, and I had to put mm-hmm. it as my number five, because I'm always... I'm, I could have saw LCD Sound System, because yeah. that was during the same week of Morrissey. Yeah. <laughs> they uh, played like three nights in Damn Philly. that Morrissey. I know. But, uh, yeah, LCD Sound System. History's greatest villain. More evil than a thousand Hitlers. (laughs) LCD Sound System, American Dream. Fantastic album. For putting out the album that Fleetwood Mac would have recorded had they been a 90s alt-rock band, uh, The Filthy Friends with Invitation. This is another one I really liked. Um, I forgot about it. It's one I actually go back to and listen to a lot. Actually, same week as uh, Villains. But this is the one I go back to more and more. Um, I had it on my wish list, and then I just, like, yeah. so much stuff came out, it just got backlog, yeah. I forgot about it. So it's not overly complex, it's really good. Um, it does have what some of us like to think of as the taint of R.E.M. on it. Uh, yeah. But but no, I like it. Um, uh, Imitation, number four. My next four are really, um, I would say this one. I'm kind. Of, I'm not embarrassed to have it up so high, but I listened to it and like would rock it out, and it was just a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. It's Dream Car, self-titled. Uh, is that uh, like 
Oh, the, no yeah. doubt, and yeah, yeah, yeah no, I like that one. Um, I only have that one song, but yeah. Uh, yeah, I went back and listened to it like this this week, and uh, the first half of the album is way better, I think, than the last half. Yeah. But I was like rocking that album. Like, there's so many really good mm-hmm. songs that, like, all the dead girls love me. Like that song alone, I was like, I gotta put it in yeah. the top ten because I listen to this a lot. So, yeah, Dream Car. No. Self-titled. I like it. It's yeah. fun. I like it. It's <laughs> not Davy Havoc. Rounded out the bottom of three, mm-hmm. top three, whatever. Crystal Fairy by mm. Crystal Fairy, the yes. super group. Melvin's Cherry, Gender Bender of the Butcherettes, Omar Ruiz Lopez. Um, really good. Very heavy, mm-hmm. rapid. Uh, kind of lyrics that almost don't make sense. Yeah, for sort of do. Um, what was the one single on the bus or something? Well, there's Ch- Chisler is the one that's do 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 do, and then uh, drugs on the bus. Drugs on the bus, yeah, is the good one. Yeah, and then uh, yeah, so I really like this one. Um, I believe I'm not entirely sure. La Butcherettes mm-hmm. might have an album coming out next week. Oh, really? They have one tentatively listed for 2017. Yeah, maybe. Twenty seventeen is almost done. Squeak out uh, on Friday. Yeah, it'd be what the thirtieth or something or twenty ninth. Yeah, so we'll see. It's not as lopsided as I remember it being. Huh. I mean, definitely like it's sort of front loaded a little bit, but not as severe as I had originally. Well, sometimes you go back and listen to it and have a different perspective on it. Mm -hmm. Hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Number three. Ezra Kier, Speakers in the Sky. Another one I almost put on. Yeah, just a beautiful album. Like, I've always been an Ezra fan. And, like, my top three, like, this was, like, a tough list. Like, as I said, I went back to just albums I thought were, that I listened to a lot. And I thought the Ezra album, like, lyrically, it was, I said, it wasn't very um, pretentious. It was, Mm -hmm. like, a working working man, (laughs) poet, or whatever. And uh, I thought it worked Perfect. I did too. And yeah. I thought it was a beautiful album. I liked it a lot. Not for everybody. Not yeah. super hard, but I, yeah. I dug it. Ezra Carr, Speakers in the Sky, number three. All right. Number two. <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for that. I do not think your statement about our one and two being a wrestler is entirely accurate because my number two album is Used to Spend So Much Time Alone by Chastity Belt. Ah. Um,. Liked it a lot. The lyrics, they speak a lot to me personally. Mm-hmm. Chris, they're all about being like nutty and like crazy and arguing with yourself and whatnot, yeah. among other things. This one actually, so Bandcamp put out like their top 20. This was on their top 20 in 2017. Really? It's number seven. It's also pretty fresh in my head. Yeah, because that was, you lot. reviewed that what, like two, three months ago? No, like either the last, I think the last podcast uh, maybe. or the one before. Probably well, the last that, one. That might have been three months ago. Three months ago. <laughs> All right. Number two? Yeah. All Them Witches, Sleeping Through the War. Interesting. Fantastic album. Love it. Um, I knew my number one, but this was its number two. Totally. I love it. Um, I'm glad you found them. Yeah. They're a fantastic That was a Matthew, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you, Matthew. They're awesome. Number one. Yeah. Sleeping Through the War, All Them Witches. Way back, I want to say April, but I'm not even sure. I was like, I think I found the album of the year. Yeah. And this is my album of the year. I love this. I probably, I still listen to it regularly. Mm-hmm. Just so good. Yeah. Light psychedelic, but has a little bit of everything. That mm-hmm. it is. It's, a smorgasbord, yeah. I went back and listened to it. I mean, I listened to it like maybe once, 
once every other month or something like that. And I've been, uh, you know, compiling this yeah. list. I keep, I'm, this is probably the most I've ever said compiling. Compiling, yeah. <laughs> I went back in, uh, like, a little, I don't know, five, six days ago. Yeah. I went and listened to it. I'm like, it's still so damn it's good. It's a good... <laughs> Made Coffee is my favorite yeah, song. Yeah, I know, I remember. Um, it still is. It's almost like a, because it's not as fast... It's um, it's almost a chill album. Well, it's like you quite. smoke a J or something, yeah. and just chill out. And smoke a J, oh, you're so hip. I am pretty hip. Drop, smoke some rope, and then listen to some jazz. <laughs> smoke some jazz cigarettes. Jazz cigarettes. And uh, my number one, I'm surprised you didn't have it on here. Yeah. Mutoid Man, Warmones. Fuck, I forgot about <laughs> fucking Mutoid Man. My number one, like yeah. I love that album. I yeah. think it's fantastic. I liked it a lot too. I completely forgot about yeah. it. Yeah. That's why I really thought you would have it up on. I was surprised. Warmoth! Yeah. I went and saw them live. They were awesome. Um, not my favorite show of the year, but they were they were definitely good. I a lot of people don't like his voice. I just I just thought that album was completely awesome. Um, by the way, looking at my list now. Hence like, number who one. Who would get booted off the list? Yeah, yeah, that might boot villains off the list. I'd have to rearrange some at that point. <laughs> That's why I was surprised you didn't have any Mutoid Man, because I thought that was fantastic. It I was. Knew, I liked it a lot. I completely forgot about it. I thought you it. listened to it a lot as I well. I Because I thought, like, all them witches and Mutoid Man, we all found them, like, at the same time. Yeah. We just listened to them, and we're like, wow, these have been awesome. Yeah. Oh, well. <sighs> we got to redo the list. Yeah, number one, Mutoid Man, Warmones. Warmone. Warmone. Hormone, like not hormone. Hormone, no. you know how you not make... hormone. Yeah, Whore. put sand in the Vaseline. <laughs> That's a bad old joke. <laughs> yes, it is. I took endocrinology in college, and I think I wrote that like every on my. <sighs> Stupid. Uh, for EPs, for me, I made a short little yeah. list. Yeah, right, go for it. Pairs direct hit. I thought was a, a fun EP. Mm-hmm. At the drive-in, that Diamante, which was a record store day exclusive, three songs, fantastic. Mm-hmm. Like, still sounds like um, at the drive-in, but different. Like, it still has their kind of signature sound, but I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. Downtrotter 2, they're from Philly, uh, political, female-fronted, pretty much a hardcore uh, mm-hmm. band. You, you might like them. Yeah. I have them on my band camp. Uh, Fireburn. Don't... Stop the youth. If I can read my handwriting, and Miracle Drug, how much is enough? Uh, I, I like that Miracle Drug album I did too, a lot. I think, but you know, it was only five five songs. So yeah. those were my E piece. Do you have a video of the year? Because I have a video of the year. No. Cherry Glazer Nuclear Bomb. Ah, uh, the guitar. That was so disturbing. I yeah. couldn't finish watching. It, it, it doesn't get any better. <laughs> I, I know. I think there might be a threesome with another instrument at the end. I that Cherry Glazer came on the radio or something not yeah. too long ago, and I was like, I just had a flashback of her like getting finger banged. Oh uh, yeah, it's bad, <laughs> bad. Um, I I want to share something else. Okay. It's music related because I had a weird experience. Um, was it with a guitar, a drum set? No, in a way. Um, At Valley so, Forge Park. No. Uh, Spetswood. No. <laughs> No. Uh, last week, when I, or the last time when I was in the last podcast. Yeah. And I was actually looking for music uh, about furries. Oh, yeah, I saw on your band camp. I found two. Yeah. Not one, but two. I got slightly angry for a second, what? but I realized that you put it in the uh, in the episode. Yeah. You think I was just listening I to I didn't know for a second, and I automatically was like, what the? And no. then I was like, oh, okay. 
I'll give although, them a pass. Although one of them maybe really want to listen to reggae. <laughs> so I was like, looking. Usually, what I do, I go through like I, I search on YouTube mm-hmm. for like, like songs like that, and I find it. I see if I can buy it somewhere. Yeah. So for some reason, it recommended "Dope Show" by Marilyn Manson. Really. So basically. I went on like a three-hour stretch of just watching Marilyn Manson videos on YouTube. Hmm. And I Didn't can, he have a new album out? He did. It's not. It's Bourneville. No, not even Born. Heaven. It doesn't matter. He has like eight albums. Like a lot more albums than you think. So I listened. Went, went back and listened to Antichrist Superstar. Uh-huh. Um, musically, his albums are really solid. The problem is, aside from that he is his... Persona. Yes, yeah, persona, his mansonness, interferes with all that and he becomes bigger than that. He's not a particularly good singer. He sort of had a rap rock thing going on. Yeah. And I think his lyrics are kind of trite. But musically, it's really, especially Antichrist Superstar, industrial, like it's like rock with like heavy rock with industrial. Mm-hmm. I and really then he didn't... kicked all those people out of the band, so. Um, I think the only thing I had from him, Ooh. Jesus. That's right, yeah. gross. Was Dope Show. I think you burned Dope Show yeah. for me. And I, I actually like that album I had, um, that's, uh, what's it? It's the glam on Mechanical Animals. But then, oh, okay, yeah. But then there's like, oh, he, there's a whole story to it. I was like, fuck you. Now that led me to becoming obsessed with Horse With No Name by America. I think because really? I, didn't, I didn't know it was about heroin. Oh, really? Apparently it's all about heroin if you listen to it. Well, it's that, like, I guess Horse was heroin. Yeah. Curious of America. So America is a British band. Yeah. They, like, their last album was, like, two years ago. What else was their other big song? Uh, I looked, I don't remember, Horse With No Name Part 2. But that led me on a big Patty Smith kick. And ultimately... Yeah. Uh, Fleetwood Mac. Were you on the Mac train? I'm always on the Mac train. It's weird. <laughs> anyway, I'm, so, Marilyn Manson, watch it. All his videos are the same. What's your favorite uh, Fleetwood Mac song? Um, Chain, uh, followed mm-hmm. by Tusk, Secondhand News. Secondhand News is my number one. Yeah. I always like Secondhand News. So I don't know what that means. There. America is playing in Atlantic City on February 16th right, at the we're, Borgata. We're going. No, I think I, I bought just bought tickets. I think it's the 13th. I don't remember when it is. <sighs> to see American Nightmare and Piss Jeans and... Yeah. um forget but they're playing union uh, union transfer spiritual cram who was the other band can't remember bought tickets for that and then i bought tickets for coc corrosion yeah. red fang mm-hmm. and the o- opening bands like black label society which i don't care about mm-hmm. zach wild or whatever yeah. but um so um yeah that's our list yeah i really don't care anyway that's sad but no, like America. So I assume that they had done like. Why a is that sad? It's driving me nuts. I, I know, know there's another song, but like it's... a like a pirate with a steering wheel on his crotch is driving me nuts. Shut up! It's dumb. It's just, you don't understand good humor. No, it's stupid. Speaking of horses, while we're you're looking that up, so I'm so Bojack Horseman. Yeah, I Netflix never series. It. it looks so fucking stupid. Like at Sister first. Golden Hair. Don't know that one. You could do magic. I think I know that one. Horse with no name. Oh, well, I know that one. I just Lonely people. Yeah. Do you mean Eleanor Rigby? So anyway, Bojack Horseman. I just marathon season four. It is dark. Really? I mean, so like legitimately, like there's some humor in there. There's not a lot of humor in there, and like the Bojack's mom uh-huh. 
is featured prominently in this episode. season. And there's an episode where basically you find you sort of find out why. So she has a very adversarial relationship to Bojack. So there's one where you sort of see her like when she's little and like her brother goes off to war and the mom just never recovers and having her breakdown, she gets lobotomized. The mom is she's going senile and she doesn't quite recognize Bojack. Okay. So they do an episode called Time's Arrow that's all about the mother. Uh-huh. That it's her memories keep jumping around. Most of the people in it, you can't see their faces because she doesn't remember. Uh, it's, I mean, it's depressing as fuck. Anyway. I saw my first Rick and Morty episode. You've never ever. seen Rick and Morty before? I just watched it like three days ago. Which ones did you watch? I watched one. Which um, one did you watch? He the he pissed off the president. Oh, that's a, that was like the season finale. He keeps like he, he like causes world peace and shit. Yeah, pretty much. It was pretty. It was funny. I was I liked it. And I mean, it's, the daughter thought that she was um, something was wrong with her, which I didn't know was um, Sarah Chalk. Yeah, yeah. Um, new Becky. <laughs> yes, New Becky, and from Scrubs. Yeah. She thought she might have been a clone or something. And there's an earlier running... episode where they talk about that. Yeah. But it was good. I was like, yeah. oh, so this is what Rick and Morty's about. Yeah. It's kind of like X Files, but. Funny and... It's one that, like, the fan base is going to just destroy because Dan Harmon's going to get so fucking pissed off. <laughs> Dan Harmon, who wrote for first season of Sarah, uh, Silverman. Oh, okay. And she fired him because she said, I can't have two people like me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I watched that. Yeah. Did you, uh, have you watched anything lately? I watched two, three movies. Oh. I watched Lady Bird. I didn't see it. Um, did you ever watch any of Greta Gerwig's? Did you watch Francis Ha at all? No, I know of it, but I've never watched um, it. Decent. It yeah. almost reminds me of... I've only seen a handful of episodes of Girls. Mm-hmm. But it slightly reminds me of that, but not as pretentious and boring. Yeah. But uh, that's all I could really... Mm-hmm. She reminds me of a character that'd be on Girls. Uh, but um, in Francis Ha. Uh-huh. Lady Bird is... Remember Hannah? The little girl Hannah? Yeah. It's her. It's oh, the main right. character. And uh, Jackie, Laurie Medcalf, is the mom. Oh, wow. Um, all right. There's a bunch of people in it. And it's pretty much her in high school and, like, growing up. I thought it was very good. Yeah. It was fun. It's one of those, like, I don't know. I like to I, I like appreciate because I'm a girl and watching uh, another girl. You're girl. a girl? <laughs> I know. I you know. can't do You couldn't podcast. tell by my, my sound of my voice. Yeah. But, uh, but I thought it was fantastic. The, what totally, like, sucked me in. <laughs> Was the first five minutes, and I think when you watch it, you'll be like, "What?" Yeah, I want to watch that. I'm like, um, but it was good. It was fun. Yeah, I'm trying. It to reminds keep... me of like any of those like senior high school movies, yeah. um, but like not the All silly right. ones. I'll that... tell you. Well, let me do the three eyes. So, so we'll we'll round robin this as okay. well. Okay. I saw the remake. Well, like the umpteenth remake of Murder on the Orient Express. Mm-hmm. Not much to say. It's a bit distracting because everyone they're all stars. Yeah, but it's decent. If you like Poirot. I like Kenneth Branagh. Sir Kenneth Branagh. Mm. So. All right, got it. I saw three billboards in Ebbing, Missouri. Uh-huh. Um, the guy that directed it what did like um, Seven Psychopaths. Um, did a bunch of... Uh, Is it like Holly Hunter in that? No. Um... The one that's one married to one of the Coens. Uh, oh, uh, Francis McDormand. Who yeah. is amazing. She's so awesome in it. Yeah. Sam Rockwell. You completely hate him, and then you... Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, Peter Dinklage. There's just a lot of people. Uh, Woody Harrelson's great oh, in nice. it. Very serious movie, mm-hmm. but Frances Dormant should be getting an Oscar nod in my opinion. She was fantastic. Mm-hmm. It, it's a very good movie. It was, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely check it out. I would. Shape of Water. 
I do want to check that I out. I loved it. Okay. My second favorite movie of the year. The first one probably isn't what you think. And then, I guess we'll segue into this. Yeah. It's been already a, a week, almost. Yeah. Saw a little movie called Star Wars The Last Jedi. Jedi. Alright, so really quick. If you have not listened to this... Star Wars Last Jedi. So, if you haven't seen it by some... Just end now. Weird. End now. We're, this is all we're going to talk about for this cast. <gasps> we're going to spoil it. We don't give a shit. Yeah. By the time Lou gets us up, it's going to be already three weeks. It'll be the, the episode nine. It'll be And out. we'll put up a... Uh, something. All right. So, Last Jedi. What'd you think, Lou? I liked it a lot. I don't think it's immune to criticism. I don't think... That it should be stricken from canon. It did not ruin my childhood. And I will not be signing the petition. Anyway, what do you think? And then we'll talk about um, it. So I got out of the theater. Uh-huh. And I like the Crystal Foxes. Yeah. I, and I straight was like, <laughs> I want to be Ray when I grow up. <laughs> like, I loved it. I was yeah. like over the top smitten. And then I thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> and I still really do like it. Uh-huh. But I definitely have some problems. Like... Um, the whole Finn storyline. Yeah. Just get rid of it. Yeah, all the, the so get rid of it. All the Finn casino stuff. Like someone had said to me, it's like Ryan Johnson's making this movie, and he realized he had all these characters and to do something with them. So yeah, the Finn Rose casino storyline is just shit. The whole Finn, like, what did he do? Nothing. He's the he, judge. He failed. Banks. He failed his mission. Yeah. Like, he goes to try to even kill himself, which would have been... I would have been like, okay, that's cool. I would have been, like, fantastic. Oh, that Rose stops him. That, you know, that was dumb. Like, it, it, mm-hmm. I, it just brought nothing to the story, in my opinion. He's, yeah, There's like, not a whole lot of story going on. There was not a lot of whole adva- much advancement other than, um, like, how like how much did Ray advance? It was more mm-hmm. um, Kylo Ren. And that's really it. It was very much so. This is what it felt like to me. But all together, all the criticism, I thoroughly did enjoy it. Yeah. It felt like very much like everyone's like, you want it to do a standalone movie. It does not feel like a standalone no, movie at all. No. It feels like an extension of one of the other movies. Yes. Or if it was like, if he was doing a 12 episode mm-hmm. miniseries, these would be episodes in between. I don't think it stands alone. I don't think it can stand alone. But I appreciate what he did there. So we'll go step by step. Okay. All right. As before, Casino, the, we call it the, I call it the Casino storyline. Yeah. It's garbage. Cut it off. The it only no good sense. thing that came out of the Casino was Benicio, yeah. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, I went, yeah. He was good. I think they could have worked that whole thing a lot better, too, to Different. make it more sense. I agree. Because that's the other thing is, and I realize this is a, a movie where they use laser swords and guys have basically magic powers, but... Speaking of laser swords, yeah. one thing Glenn brought to my attention, how many times, other than in a flashback, did two lightsabers touch? Did they ever touch? I didn't even think of that. I don't think they did. Uh, yeah, I don't think so uh, either. Yeah, you could still have some sort of continuity of sense, because mm-hmm. it makes no sense. It's too convoluted, whatever. Where they, We have to leave the ship and go to this planet and get this guy. And it's this so bad, sir. That's where we're Well, that part. So the, the ship... The ship's fleeing the... Um, that didn't bother me at the time, but like now I'm kind of... Like, here's my... So it was very much... I did think while I was sitting in the theater, well, best Star Galactica. Yeah, totally. Um, something that was funny about that was... Um, There's no one like totally drunk throwing up on themselves. So across <laughs> 40 years of Star Wars, however long it's been, mm-hmm. they never once mentioned space gas. 
Yeah. And in this movie, they met so they mentioned it ad nauseum. Every two seconds, like, we're going to run out of fuel. We need fuel. Fuel this. Fuel that. Are you fueling the ships? Why are you fueling the ships? Yeah, I didn't Why even are you think doing that. that. I know you probably haven't read the book, The Martian. Did you see the movie? No, I saw it in the movie. All right, so the book. They mention overtime, how the people need overtime so many times mm-hmm. in the book. It's distracting. And I can only conclude that Andy Weir worked at a job at some point where he either didn't get overtime or just got a lot. But it's the same thing. It's just like they, I guess they don't want you to forget that this ship is, can't go to hyperspace and they're going to run out of fuel. But it's just, they keep talking about it. I was like, I think we know. My main problem, like when I first got out of the theater, the one part I truly hated was... But Magical Space Leia? Oh, Magical Space Leia, yeah. which they don't show. Like, it didn't didn't bother me. Like, you knew she had something, like, she could sense Luke. But I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. It just bothered me. Like, oh, I'm a space icicle. Oh, and I'm going to just raise my hand and float back into the yeah. spaceship. Like, at first, you're like, oh, that's kind of a shitty death. Yeah. But, um... I just didn't like it. I, yeah. That's the one part I still don't like. It was cheesy. It was super cheesy. I think... They should have had her do what Laura Dern's character did. That should have like, been Leia. I'll say this. I want... Laura Dern. I don't know. Like, she, there's very mixed... Pointless characters. She was kind of cool, but at the same time pointless when it comes down to it. So I, I think the fact it. that her neck was so large <laughs> <laughs> distracted me. But I couldn't remember her name. I'm like... It's not Holly Hunter. No. It's it's one chick that was few, in all those uh, uh, David Lynch movies. Yeah. A few people were like that. Couldn't remember Laura. I could Dern. not remember her name. Uh, Dinosaur Lady. Yes. I was like, was she in Twister? She was in one of those movies in Mark. I think she was in Mask. Yeah, I think she was. She's blind and she couldn't She's see Mark Dennis' movies. face. So we have spaceship, slow chase battle scene. We have stupid casino. Ryan Johnson just like, I don't want to fucking have to deal with C-3PO or R2-D2 at all. Yeah. So... Well, like anything with C-3PO. I feel bad for C-3PO. No, I don't. He's annoying. There's actually... He's the Lucessa of the No, yeah, you mean he's super cool. <laughs> don't get too... You'll can't, the lights are off and you're no, watching TV. You will go blind <laughs> if you watch TV with the lights off. I think But they, you go to the movies. That's, that's different. No, no. It's, it's just projected oh, on the screen. Shut it's not up. radiation. Okay, C-3PO. Um... So they did, Marvel did it like as a one-shot on C-3PO. Mm-hmm. It's actually somewhat like meditative and it's basically him and another, like an assassin droid. Mm-hmm. And then other things are sort of meditating on the idea that like, the humans will just go in and wipe their fucking memories. And the guys, like, they talk about how they have traces of what happened and like the one robot doesn't want to put up with it, but C-3PO is like sort of like resigned to it. Because he's an asshole. And then it's where he gets the red arm. He's not an asshole. He's a robot. He's six million. Forms of communication. Asshole. You're just jealous. You know what? I think you want to be king of the Ewoks. That's what no. I think it is. Oh, see, yeah, he's a god among the Ewoks. Yes. The most important part, the most important thing we should talk about is Luke. Yes. Luke, Ray, and Kylo. Oh, one more thing. The fucking ship going to light speed and destroying the other ship was fucking awesome. That was very cool. That was the most visually was, stunning scene. Yeah, Mark, Mark thought the same thing. He was like, that was the coolest thing. How yeah. it's just all quiet. Like, well, yeah. obviously I didn't go... Mm-hmm. Um, one thing uh, before we go into that too is the very beginning when Poe's like, "Oh, I couldn't hear you." Oh, that was dumb. I didn't like it. Mark Sorry. said the same thing, like, and I thought the same thing as well. Were you like, "Oh my God, is this? Are they trying to be like Thor?" 
This, that's it. I thought that, and I'm like, this is a very Joss Whedon joke. Yeah, and then um, you're like, oh, okay, it's okay. Yeah, it was agonizing. I'm thank God because I was like, uh, what a, you know, first Star Wars so Luke. Out on. Luke. I thought Luke was fine. My whole, the whole like, him disappearing, whatever happened to him. Because well, I don't know, can Jedi's fucking die? Leia has her fucking undead zombie powers where she just you know floats back into the ship. Yeah. Um, one thing Mark said that I would have never thought of before mm-hmm. when Luke supposedly dies why didn't his fake hand fall I think that's just a mistake because someone else brought that up too <laughs> but th- they said yeah. everything has a meaning in this or whatever uh, and when Obi-Wan died didn't his lightsaber fall and his yep, clothes fall his clothes fall but yeah Luke's fake well I wasn't even fall? dwelling on that I, I don't just, know because people the thing that really cheesed people off the whiny babies uh, and I well, let, let's. And I don't even this. understand why he died. Did he give himself so much? Or is I'm it, not is even it, talking is about. Is it raised time? Like uh, I don't know. It I was... think it was just too much of a strain for him. But that's not even one. The fact that so the thing that has everyone pissed off is that Luke basically fucked up being a Jedi and ran away and has been hiding on the planet with the fake, the Porgs. Yeah. Waiting to die. So basically, he turned his back on the Jedi Order and he's like, "Fuck this shit." And that's really why people are pissed off because even Mark Hamill's like, Luke would never do this. Yeah, that didn't bother me though. It just showed he was. But I'm telling you, that's what people are pissed off about. It just showed he was human, in my opinion. And that's what I liked. He's human. Every piece of expanded fiction that takes place after, like Return of the Jedi, yeah, like he always kind of goes bad. That's basically what happens. Is like I know Dark Empire is kind of that whole thing. And I always said, essentially, Luke went to Jedi Tech School and majored in killing Darth Vader. So he's very good. He's basically, he's a, he's a mechanic. He's a very good mechanic. He's not an engineer. Yeah. Now he's, so he could have been an automotive engineer. But look at it this way. These people, they, they abduct these The Jedi abduct. They abduct these kids as babies and train them for years. Yeah. Luke Skywalker spends like a long weekend on a fucking swamp. Yeah. And becomes like a super ninja. Arguably, it's sort of set up like that. One thing Glenn said, he's like, you see the X-Wing? Yeah, in the water. He's like, and you have R2 there. Why don't you have a damn scene with that? He's like, that would have made the whole movie for Yeah, me. yeah, Which much. I agree. I'm like, that, was, that would have yeah. been a kind of a cool scene. But, um... I did like seeing um, Carrie Fisher's daughter in it. Yeah, they, they featured her a lot. A lot, yeah. Um, I like that... Like, like he throws the lightsaber away. What I really liked, actually, is the whole... Sort of the Rashomon, where Kylo Ren tells his version of what happened. Yeah. And Luke tells his version of what happened, and the truth meets somewhere in between. And then I don't think people can process the idea that Luke, for a second, thought about killing this kid. Yeah. And um, his nephew, more or less. His nephew. No, his nephew. But. Straight geek out scene. Crimson Guard fights. Yeah. So we really just want, I think, <laughs> a. A samurai movie with lightsabers is what they have Well, like, the Crimson Guard you always saw, and you're, they never do anything. They're yeah. always just in the background, and you're like, uh-huh. what do they do? Yeah. And, and then they actually do something, yeah, and they're like, holy the shit, yeah, that, whole guys, scene. that was pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of, I, and I do kind of like Kylo Ren and Rey. I do. I like the I kind of want them to get together. I'll say, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Their interaction was the best part <laughs> yeah. of the movie. Like, the whole, like, when, like, anyways, like, uh, kill the past Rey, and. <laughs> oh, the scene where she's in the cave and it's like the weird echo thing. Yeah. Like, well, do you do you want to know if 
do you like her not having like you know parents of the universe? Oh, I love know? that. I love that. It's like yeah, your parents sold you for drugs. A lot basically. of people are like pissed that she doesn't have a name like a lot. Like they thought it was going to be Luke's daughter no. or Obi Wan Kenobi's, which I still have a feeling that they do something cheesy like that. But so I this, think I, I kind of hope they don't have anything. I that's what I hope. There's another fan theory out. Fan theory out there, mm-hmm. and it would be. If she's not, if she has to be somebody, this is what I hope, that she's actually the reincarnation of Darth Vader, which is why she's so powerful. I've heard that before, too. Whatever, right. Maybe uh, she's Boba Fett's daughter. No, I'm fucking, I would just give up. Um, so just to sum up some What if she's Zam Wessel reincarnated? I forgot about Zam Wessel. So there's a lot to like. There's some stuff to hate. I think the problem for me is the stuff I didn't like, Finn. I really didn't like. <laughs> the thing is, uh, I don't even hate Finn's character. I liked them in the first movie. I just uh-huh. felt they did nothing. They kind of just wanted to start like a, does he love Ray or does he love Rose? Yeah. Or like, and who cares? Like, uh, I don't know. Well, you know what the big, uh, you know, like shipping is a thing where it's like relationship and characters. You know, you know what the big ship wishes, Finn and Poe. Really? Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a big move to have them be like a... A gay couple, really? A gay couple. Huh. Finn is not good enough for Poe. <laughs> Why do you hate Finn? He's, he's the worst. He's a kid age. He's like... He acts like a 12-year-old child. I think... Well, he, he's like a stormtrooper. Well, yeah, you know what? They didn't... They, they're just... They're not... This is my thing, like... Oh, what do you think about Phasmo? Who's fucking Phasmo? Um, the... Stormtrooper chick that was from, um... Game oh, Phasmo. You didn't eat her there. Like, yeah. I appreciate... It's like fan favorite. They, they kind of um, just made her character more important than it needed to be. You can tell because I completely fucking forgot who she was. To your mind, that did nothing for me. Yeah. Um, I do like Is that. Is she um, dead? While we're talking about things, I like that Benicio del Toro didn't come back to save them. That he was really yeah. like, no, I got my money. Yeah. Fuck you. When he's like, yeah, don't take a side. Well, a lot of people were like, oh, I don't like that. I'm like, um, Han Solo was a smuggler and kept doing it. Like, yeah. Yeah, as I said, there's plenty to... Rare, I, I think there's plenty to love about the movie. Mm-hmm. There's plenty to dislike about the movie. Yeah. As all of them. Yeah. But altogether, I thought it was fun. Like, when I, as I said, when I first got out, I was like, yeah, I want my lightsaber. I want to be ready when I grow up. And then I'm like, oh, they didn't have any lightsaber fights. But, um... Oh, they hadn't seen the Kylo Ren, Luke Skywalker duel. Cool yeah. Portal was really cool. That was cool. And that's like I said, I just want a fucking samurai movie mm-hmm. where they're all Jedi. I mean, <laughs> literally, it's like you don't have to worry about any of the other plot stuff. So my final thoughts. Yeah. It is ultimately, it is a Star Wars movie about existentialism because nothing they do actually matters. Nothing progressed the plot per se other than, well, like Snoke and like, I, the only character that really progressed was mm-hmm. Kylo Ren and yeah. a little bit of Rey. Everybody else was kind of like, like I said, it felt Man? very much like the middle. Like, what's of the resistance? What were they doing? Like, what they were bombing some droid, like some dreadnought or whatever destroyer. Well, Poe bombed the dreadnought, which, but he wasn't supposed to. But well, they were, destroyed all the bombers too. That's sort of part of the. But problem. what were they doing there? Like, like they just don't explain. Yeah, a whole they don't lot. explain that unless they're just trying to run away and they dare I say how the fucking resurrection ship kept appearing in Galactica because, yeah. of, which I realized just now. Yeah. Like, there's stuff that, like, the idea that they're like, well, we can get to this planet and we'll be fine. Like and then it's like, they're like, well, no one, we sent our message out and they're receiving it. No one gives a shit. Yeah, so, so it's like, I, I guess a lot rests on the next one, but. I think they're going to backpedal hard. I, I don't know why 
the people, I, I don't know. So, As I said, I, I liked it a lot. And yeah. even the more I criticized it, I still thought it was fun. Just a little too long and I could have done without the I thing. actually, that's a good point. So I was, for the first time, I was like, with the Star Wars movie in the prequels, I was like, how long is this fucking movie? See, I always thought it moved well. And I... I, I was getting antsy. I was like, oh, come on. Because, like I said, parts of the plot were just a little too clunky for me. But maybe, I liked it a lot. Like I said, maybe it's, Star Wars gave me the stomach bug because I saw it that Sunday. It's the force. It forced the turds out it of forced you. Forced the vomit out of me. But yeah, like I said, it's like sort of a movie about existentialism. Good parts are good. It's like not really. But it's very much a middle. Well, as I, uh, Mark said, he was like, I don't know if it was just a bunch of really cool scenes strung together, mm-hmm. or like, what am I going to think of it? Like, on a viewing six months from. All the stuff that involves Ray in some way or another, that's the stuff worth watching. Yeah. And the rest was just padding. What did you think of Yoda? Oh, that was all. I was like, well, cool, it's especially old because he's a puppet. Yeah. That was when he's like laughing his ass off. I was like, yeah, it's like cool old Yoda. I do want to really quick address. See, you were that we'd be off in twenty minutes. We're over an hour now. <laughs> It'll probably be about an hour when we cut this down. Yeah. People are whining. There's a petition out to have it removed from canon. It's that's ridiculous. I, that is I do want to say entitlement to the yeah. So degree. it's either it's either yeah. People who have so much fucking time in their hands that they this is what they do with it are people so damaged that is this a Luke Skywalker? Yes, I'm telling you. Yeah, it's all Luke that they can't. Their their lives are so shitty that this is what they hang that's in. Sad. So for the the the, the people who are entitled to say fuck you for the people that damage. I'm like I'm sorry. You got to get help. Maybe you shouldn't watch these movies. Yeah, like get a life. Um, now to play devil's advocate, really quick. One of the harshest critics of Luke Skywalker is Mark Hamill because mm-hmm. he's like, "No, Luke would never act like this." And I'm like, "You're wrong, Mark Hamill." But then I thought about it a little bit, and I still don't agree with him. But if there's someone who's defined who Luke Skywalker is, it's Mark Hamill, and he disappeared. He never did. He does voice acting. Like he's, he's hiding. He's in some stuff. But no, but I'm just saying... So basically, this is a guy, he's one role, he's basically Luke Skywalker. Yeah. Do you think his opinion should have some sort of weight in this? That maybe he does... I don't mind his opinion, but for someone to be like, Luke wouldn't act this way, blah, blah, blah. Like, he's kind of the same way, as I just said. Like, what other... uh, He's not in very many other movies. Like, he's all, all, like, totally known for Star Wars, other than, like, the Joker's voice. Like, you never see his face, in my opinion. Um... He kind of went to his little island, because he could... (laughs) I sw- I think you see him more now as an old man. Well, yeah, he doesn't care as much anymore. He was in the first uh, Kingsman movie. Oh, uh, was he? I didn't see. He him. appears stuff like here and there, but yeah, right. But recently, it's not even that last well, ten saying, years. Well, I think he did, like a lot of all things, but no, he's it's sort of the curse like all of them, but Harrison Ford. Yeah, Carrie Fisher has done a lot too. Well, she not, did not a lot, recently. but she was doing a lot more. Well, yeah, she's well, she, she did like um, oh her I think one year. She did about um, a year ago, like the twenty six or something like that. Drop Dead Fred, and she did Postcards from the Edge. Like she still did a she lot. She did stuff. Yes. So I'm just saying she did some stuff. She was never a leading she didn't lady. Need to, too. She mean she Debbie was, Reynolds I mean, and she did the and she did a lot more than like all the script shit. Yeah, and she I think she did some. Uh, well, she did a lot. She of did drugs, too, she, but yeah. she did. I thought some theater for a little bit too. Probably did some theater. She's in. Um, She's in a Woody Allen movie. Actually. And then she did her stand-up. She was doing her stand-up and yeah. writing books and stuff. She wanted to be known more for writing. But I'm just saying, so that's, you know, I'm just saying her choice. But, like, as far as, like, all those guys who acted, I mean, the ones who didn't already have, like, were at the end of their careers, which would have been, like, Peter Cushing. The people are dead now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they got typecast. Like, like all the Star Trek people yeah. got typecast. I don't know what any of this means. 
I think in the end, if you if your childhood was so was destroyed by this movie, uh, you, you just stop life. seeing these movies. Yeah, you know because in the end, it's pretend <laughs> made up baby movies. <laughs> so that's about it, Jamie. Well, that like, and it's funny because um, I just remember like Ellen Ripley is one of my quintessential like Ripley. all like time favorite characters. Yeah, and like Alien Three. She dies. Uh-huh. <laughs> Spoiler alert if you've never watched that before. And I was still, like, heartbroken, but then I'm yeah. like, you know what? Um, it's fake. I'm trying to think. Have I ever been sad that a character has died in a movie? I was sad that Ripley. I remember being pissed that Thelma and Louise died. What they, but they died together. I, I was like, when did that come out? 92? I was like thir- 14 years old, so. Yeah, I'm trying to think. You I want them to keep going. I don't <laughs> think... Yeah, I don't think that I've ever been like, whoa, that sucks. But I'm I sure I have. I mean, I, yeah, I probably have too. And it's more just because... I mean, there's been TV shows. I'm sure you've watched like ER and they've killed off characters yeah. or whatever that you're like... Oh, uh, poor uh, Anthony Edwards. Yeah, stuff like that that you're kind of like, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, I think it would be more like, oh, we're not getting that character anymore. I can't think of anything. I can't think of anything off the top. I wasn't like dis- disturbed and like, like having to miss school. I'm signing <laughs> a petition that Ellen Ripley. Should I was just be like stricken. that movie was garbage. Because I, I didn't want that. I had a different movie. Well, right thing, stricken from the canon. What the fuck does that mean? It's just because it's dork talk. And I read that you know at one point I read there. I was actually going to read the petition on the podcast, but I never. It wasn't worth looking back up. Nerd. But that's a big thing. Is they want to make episode nine, episode eight. The movie exists. It's you dumb. can't not make the movie exist. It's a pretend movie. These aren't real people. It's entertainment. It wasn't that bad. Be like the Chinese and just enjoy movies. For oh, you know movies. what movie? I Not that I was pissed anyone died, but I was thoroughly just like angry that I even wasted time was Batman and Robin. <laughs> That's different. That doesn't but you know count. what? Love it now. <laughs> that pretty much killed the franchise. Yeah. In that book you got me, the guy was like, you know, first off, that movie was the highest grossing, I think, of those Batman yeah, movies up to that point. We were all, it was marketed very well. And the guy was like, they were going to make, if George Clooney had like not dropped out, they were set to do another one after that. And basically the guy who wrote it was, you know, if this movie had come out five years later, we would not be having the discussion about how yeah. it almost killed the franchise and stuff. Yeah. It's not quite the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's... um 2017. <laughs> I was saying, oh... When, when Joffrey died on Game of Thrones. When my little baby <laughs> angel went to heaven. <laughs> uh, oh, I was I was a little sad when Ramsay died. Because he was my dreamy boyfriend. Ramsay? Yes. I love Ramsay. He was oh. just so awful. He was... I but thought he was You know who could have changed him? Me. <laughs> you don't want to change him. No, I didn't. Oh, I, fuck you. Yeah. Oh, when Optimus Prime died? No, I could... I wish they would yeah, all... Because you Transformers. They should just all stay dead, even now. You know, I was going to get... Someone was going to get a preschool version of a Transformer for Christmas. Ugh. And I thought someone's mother... He can like whatever he likes. <laughs> <laughs> he uh, he saw this uh, action figure with uh, Leia and Wicket. Yeah. And he was like, Ewok, Ewok, I want the Ewok. How does he know what an Ewok is? Um, I have taught him to say, Daddy likes Ewoks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, Ewoks are like made... And Mark's like, no, I don't. <laughs> Mark gets all mad. Oh, Daddy likes Ewoks. <laughs> That's funny. That's hilarious. I have it on video. All right, let's wrap this up. Best of 2017. Yeah, hope uh, you liked it. Yeah. Hope you have a good 17. Maybe we'll squeeze. 
I'm guessing we're not going to squeeze in It's possible. It's possible New Year's Eve. Um, Trash House Street. Merry Christmas. Merry happy Christmas. Hanukkah. Uh, happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Happy Winter Solstice. Yule, whatever. Whatever. Whatever your holiday du jour. Celebrate it. Enjoy it. Love it. Like yeah, have it. Have fun. Argue with your family about politics. Get drunk. <laughs> do blow. Whatever. Get whatever blown. Whatever your boat. Get blown. Yeah, have a fun Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.